good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's uh, it's a very wet Tuesday, the 24th of October. How are you, Paul? Uh, well, I'm not wet. I'm glad I'm inside, that's for sure. It was absolutely <laughs> tipping it down at 6 o'clock this morning as I cycled in, but there you go. All my cycle kits on the radiator drying out. Uh, anyway, let's kick off. Uh, actually, there's an interesting sort of RNS today about some research by VSA Capital commenting that our very popular analyst, Ollie O'Donnell, has written this note. Um, but we have written a note on Alchemy Capital, which obviously is the uh, Tees Valley lithium hydroxide plant being uh, constructed up in the north of England. Paul, you got any comments on that? Well, it's not yet in construction because I did a site visit just this last week. So I did see the site uh, uh, that it's going to go uh, toward and uh, also the plans uh, that are in, in uh um, in the works at this point, but they are making real solid uh, permitting and uh, and uh, funding negotiation progress. So yeah, I can see why Ali is able to build a, a financial model around the story, which means that there's an awful lot of upside there in the current share price. Well, if you would like to see the note, uh, then do let us know, or if you'd like to talk to the popular Ollie O'Donnell, let us know too. Uh, right, let's move on to news today. Uh, probably start with Petra Diamonds, Paul. Yes, uh, some uh, good news there in that group diamond production on the first quarter of their fiscal 2024 year is up by 12% here. It is, uh, though, uh, marked by the fact that the, the Finch mine does have a tons treated down by 23%, but it's offset by a 26% increase in run of mine grade. So able to maintain its actual output there at Finch and Cullen and otherwise coming back uh, here as they've gotten that restarted in recent uh, months uh, there in Tanzania as well. Uh, the production guidance for full year 2024 remains unchanged, but uh, given the uh, scoping and ramping type uh, changes at the various mines, they have increased their net debt to $192 million U.S. as opposed to $177 during the summer. The story on Petra, I would say, looking forward here is uh, operationally it looks fine, but the thing is, is what we really need to move now in the diamond rough price. Uh, we're down uh, pretty significantly on the uh, full year here by 17%, and the rough diamond price actually hasn't moved hardly at all in 10 years. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Um, yep. So, well, I don't know where the old phrase, diamonds are forever, but they don't go up. Or something I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's have a little bit of news out on Greatland Gold. That's a lot of people follow that one. So why don't you mention that? Yeah, Paul? that one's that one is pretty interesting too. Shareholders be looking at that one pretty closely here. They Greatland Gold has decided they would slow down development on the underground decline at Haveron, as the site engineers more fully assess uh, what it is uh, to be their approach to the lower aquifer in the overlying uh, uh, volcanics uh, above the ore body. Uh, they have about 770 meters yet to reach the ore body as far as decline distance is concerned. They've pierced two aquifers, but the uh, dewatering holes uh, to uh, get the water removed around the decline uh, uh, 
approach are showing there's more water in that aquifer than they expect. Uh, so they want to take some extra care here at this point uh, in order to make sure they mitigate any kind of construction or completion the pro uh, probabilities on the decline, decline here. Um, investors in London may re remember the kind of issues that uh, company uh, Gem Diamonds had with their diamond mine in uh, uh, Botswana due to a very similar issue of finding much more water down in an aquifer on the decline than they were expecting. So we can, and given that Haveron is a big deposit with a very long life mine, uh, really dependent on this decline, uh, they do want to get it right from the get-go. So we are looking at a DFS completion now around 2024 sometime. And underground mine development then couldn't be completed until at the earliest, well into 2025 sometime, I think. All right. And then maybe just to finish, a um, little bit of good news for Barada Head Lithium. Not such a big following, actually, over, particularly over in the UK, but it has obviously got a lot of the uh, classic mining folks like Ian Stalker chairing it. So why don't you mention that one, Paul? Yes, that Brada had has received a two and a half million dollar advanced royalty payment. It is part of the funding conditions uh, from the arrangement made with Lithium Royalty Corp for the basin project at Brad Ahead, and that was to make an advance payment once the company had released a compliant MRE mineral resource statement that involved greater than 1 million tons of lithium carbonate equi equivalent. So a lithium royalty meeting its cash obligation uh, or pre-funding cash obligation to Bradley Head in this case. Very good. We call it a day there, although just uh, if anybody's uh, just recently been looking at the, uh, the brochure for the one-to-one -one mining coming up at the end of November, I note that Cornish Tin is uh, presenting. It's a private company, just raised money through crowdfunding. Uh, slight error in the brochure, I think, though. It does not have a market cap of three, point, of three billion pounds. Uh, its market cap actually is more like 30 million pounds. So just as an amusement, you've got to have aspirations, but three billion is rather a lot. Uh, very good, Paul. Speak to you tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow.